Welcome to Authentic as Fuck podcast. My name is San. I'm a marketer who teaches storytelling. And in this podcast, we talk with real entrepreneurs and we go through their stories and kind of give feedback and try to work through their stories. So first we have, <clears throat> first guest, we have Ruda. Hi, Ruda. Hey, everybody. How are you? Good, good. All right, let's Thanks. start with, um, let's start with uh, where you're from, what you do. And then um, I actually want you to share Sure. I read your story already, but share your story again. Okay, cool. I'm from Lithuania. I'm a psychologist and a th psychotherapist, a mom trying to get back to work <laughs> and trying to learn some storytelling to make my work more engaging. Okay, so I will share my story. Okay, so I have it written down. Um, okay, so having information is not enough. One time I was climbing a longer climb with my friends. We were climbing on this tiny little Greek island called Telendos. Probably nobody ever heard about it. It's a small island, no roads. Um, not many people, just a bunch of goats and a bunch of climbers. So we've been climbing for a few hours and we're scrambling our way up the vertical wall. We've done like around 200 meters, um, around 80 meters to go. And the rock was a bit wobbly at some places, um, kind of flaky and sketchy and everybody that climbing is wearing a hard helmet and everybody knows that if a rock is falling you have to yell rock so the people <laughs> who are down there um, know and when you hear rock what you do is you lean into the wall <laughs> and you hope that it falls uh, somewhere behind you and so my friend is climbing above me and um, I see her um, take a grip and like rip like a huge chunk of the wall and that chunk is starting to tumble down and we both lean into the wall and scream rock and I look at my uh, at my friends and my partners and everybody what they do is like they do like this <laughs> and they ask what <laughs> so <clears throat> Knowing the information, I think, is never enough. We need to practice the information so that it becomes an embodied knowledge. And that's the only way to learn, I think. That's my Got story. It. So for everybody that's uh, just listening, basically uh, what happened was the rock fell the the rock fell down and she looked down at her friends and her friends are supposed to lean in against the wall so they don't get hit by a rock. But instead, what they did was they looked up and they're like, what rock? I don't see a rock. So that's what she's talking about. Okay. All right. Um, so here's the here's my first question. I didn't really see a clear connection. We have to remember that when we tell a story, things have to be crystal, crystal, crystal clear for even a six-year-old child to understand. Otherwise, it's not going to work. I didn't see the clear connection between the lesson and the story. So... The lesson that you learned is knowing is not enough, right? So yeah, can you explain a little bit more how, how that relates to that story? First of all, it doesn't work because 
the fact that you have to even explain it to me means that it already doesn't work. Okay. But okay. I'm going to let you explain it to me so that you'll see why it doesn't work. <laughs> okay. So, um, so we have, as climbers, we, we have this information that what to do in case if, the, if a rock is falling. But if you haven't practiced it enough times, you do what you usually do. You uh, start looking for what is happening, where the sound is coming from, etc. And if we would have practiced enough times to do that movement, <laughs> uh, then in, and that practice would be ingrained in our brains and our bodies, you would instinctively do the right thing. But now what you do is what you usually do, just your automatic reaction, not your learned reaction. So that's that. That's what I was trying to say. Got it. Then I think you need to tell the story in a little bit of dif different perspective. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because we were trying to lean into use the rock climbing as a metaphor too much here what you need to do is instead of focusing on the rock climbing you need to focus on the fact that you're an experienced rock climber and they are not because as soon as you tell the story from a, my perspective i have no clue that i oh i thought those guys are just as experienced as you do you understand what i mean i didn't know that yeah. you were more experienced and they're not so you're used to the oh, rock, boom, rock, boom, rock, oh, boom. You're used to that. But to them, they're not used to it. So they just go, go into their natural look. What? Do you understand what I mean? So that's yeah. the real difference here, right? So what we need to focus on is not the nature of rock climbing, but the fact that you've been doing it for a long time and that they have, for, so they were new. I wasn't right? like, yeah, I wasn't that's right but i wasn't trying to say that i'm more experienced it was just that i it was happening close to me and i saw what what was happening and i guess my uh, instinct okay. was it's a big rock i'm i'm just saying in general that all of us <laughs> need to practice <laughs> the stuff <laughs> yeah. be it because storytelling you're saying that or you whatever. saw the rock you saw the rock so obviously you see the rock is coming down that's why yeah. to you, it's logical that they should. But because for them, they don't actually see the rock. Yeah. So they just go into their natural. So maybe, I, I mean, here's the thing. So let me try to see. Let me try to, it's a far, far stretch. But let me try to see the connection between that and practicing. <laughs> this, but this is why I don't like it when people try to force lessons into stories but i wasn't letting it... i didn't feel like i was forcing it like yeah it's oh, interesting really? yeah because yeah, it feels to me it's like, yeah okay huh what what's the real lesson you learned that day like let's like another example if you're mm. if you're climbing on icy stuff and you have an axe and you fall down on ice, you need to know how to stop yourself. And you need mm. to practice many, many times that situation so that when you're actually falling, you would know how to stop yourself. So what I want to say is that 
probably we need to practice in like a safe controlled environment yeah did you start with the lesson and then came up with the story or did you start with the story first and then figure out the lesson you got me (laughs) um hmm I think a lesson because I was doing the challenge and I remembered the situation and I was like, why did we not do what we were supposed to do? Why mm-hmm. did we do the wrong thing? Because we haven't practiced right. enough. We heard about how to do that thing, but we never practiced. Okay. I think there's something there. Like, meaning, okay. So, okay, I think there's something different there, which is, you know what the instruction is, but when you actually haven't done it before, but that's not really practice because think about it. Do you think it would have made a difference for you if you did it a hundred times versus three times? Hmm. Because I I feel like it it just have to happen if they once they see. Somebody says rock, they look up and they get hit by a rock. <laughs> I guarantee you from that point on, they're going to change. Well, that's probably not the practice you, you want to do. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I mean. But do you really think it's the practice or do you think it's the fact that the first, even if they don't get hit, the fact that they saw the rock coming down and knowing, okay, next time when somebody hears rock, I should just lean in. Do you think but, that mm-hmm. that's not really practice? It's... um. It's ex- it's lived in experience versus knowledge. Yeah, but I guess what I'm trying to do, like the context mm-hmm. that I would use the story in yeah. would be with my clients telling them that we need to practice our tools in a safe environment, not when the panic kick- kicks in or not when we are in the situation that Got is it. frightening to us. So with the rock yeah, yeah. falling, we would practice in a climbing gym with no rocks. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. And do you do, do people actually do that? So can, can I ask you, did you guys do that? Did you guys practice in a practice gym with no rocks and you yell rock and I let, did you guys practice that? No, that particular thing we haven't done. We practice other things, but not this. Okay, so how do you know that you're supposed to practice that? Or did you know that you're supposed to practice that, but you didn't? Or No, it's just we, did, we had the information, but we didn't practice it. Nobody... Also, oh, you um, knew you were supposed to practice it. Like now? Like as in, in the, like... No, 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 no. Okay, look. <laughs> back then, <laughs> before you guys actually went to the mountain, when you were in the gym... Did you guys know that you were supposed to practice the, hey, rock, and then? No, no, like, nobody tells you that, but it's it makes sense that you should do it, like, after my experience okay, so it's, now. Okay, so after that, you thought, oh, we should have probably practiced that before, or did somebody yeah. t- tell you that that's what you're supposed to do? Because even after that, my, my immediate mind wouldn't be like, the first thing would be like, oh, we need to. We should practice that. That's not where my mind goes. Mm-hmm. 
do you like you see what i'm trying to do is i'm yeah. trying to pick apart your story because yes if we want to force it we can force it but the thing is the things that doesn't naturally come stories only works it's almost like it magically fit it's like oh, of course without that effect it doesn't work right and and when you force it it just doesn't work because i think there's a much 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 better example that teaches that lesson it's just not this one and i think the reason why is because i don't think you yourself learned that lesson from this okay i think i so when i try to lie it, that always happened let's say i know this really did happen to me and i did really learn this lesson but i didn't learn this lesson from there i learned it from something else but if i try to force it it just doesn't work Okay, yeah, and I think it's a bit too complicated. So I was doing the challenge, I was thinking about the situations, and I'm trying to have my own story bank. And I think the problem was that I kind of looked at the stories um, and tried to pick one. And probably what happened is I tried to see what lesson might be learned there. So... Yeah, I was probably forcing it. But then my question then no, is... No, I think yeah. it couldn't work. Okay. But I think you just need to find a way to tell that story from a diff different... The way you learned that lesson is... Okay. I think it could be another the, the lesson. Best sorry. sorry. The, yeah, the best... I was going to say that. But the best way to go about it is like exactly at that moment. Because that is an... A, interesting moment right when you're like ah oh, hey look and then you look down and they're like what and you're like almost like that face palm <laughs> emoji right <laughs> like you know like so at that moment something happened in your head it's like oh that's interesting that they all looked up and do you understand what i mean mm -hmm. and and what's interesting about it is that what it's not and and immediately where my mind goes is it is not practice Maybe immediately instinct. where my mind goes yeah is instinct or like mm. human instinct human nature like immediate reaction right that something something to do with that where so maybe the lesson is more like that maybe the lesson is in two a little bit more complex where a lot of times we we live life reacting to this our a natural instinct when that most of the time doesn't serve us and the way we get over this is by practicing it in a safer environment like practicing a new behavior um, yeah mm -hmm. like practicing a, uh, oh got it <laughs> I don't know if you got, I, I, we probably got to the same conclusion, but I'm just like, I'm just going to say it. Okay. So maybe it's something like, um, if you want to quit smoking. So like, you know, a lot of people do want to quit smoking. A lot of people do want to go to the gym. A lot of people want to post every day. We all want to do these things, right? But 
um, what we do is we just go into our natural habitat, like our our natural reaction every on a daily basis. Like, oh, I'm gonna post. Oh, man, I'm too. I'm gonna watch Netflix. Like, we're just falling into our natural habitats, right? So, if for us to change our life and do this thing that we're not used to doing every day, uncomfortable thing, going to the gym or whatever it is every day, our body has to learn that new habit, right? For example, like it doesn't. It, us having that knowledge is not good enough. Our body has to learn it. For example, I was going rock climbing for the first time, blah, 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 and I had no idea that these rocks can fall, blah, blah, blah. And the, the person said, well, if you do that at rock falls, just yell rock. And I, I look up, and, and then I'm supposed to go down to the rock falls. Obvious, right? Logical. So we were like, oh, well, good. We don't, we don't need to worry about that. We go, oh. And I see a rock falling, and I go, rock. And I look down, and my friends are looking up. They're like, what? <laughs> like, no, you're supposed to. They knew they were supposed to do that, but they didn't. Their natural instinct kicked in, and they just looked up and say, what? And that's what's happening. You know you're supposed to post every day. You know you're supposed to go to the gym. But what's happening is, this is what's happening, right? So, I, okay, awesome. I think it does, yeah. it does work. It's just that I didn't see it from your perspective. So once I saw it from your perspective, it's like, oh, okay. Because, but it's not, see, the keyword is this. I think you were practicing, you were focusing on the word practice and less focused on the natural instinct, natural reaction yeah. thing. Yeah. Which is what it really is. You know what I mean? I'm trying now to understand <laughs> how to apply this and what to apply next time. <laughs> So simplify because you said it in like the yeah. the climbing part. You said it in it's, a very simple I think it's what not way. to do. Okay. I'm sorry, but I, I think, and you're going to agree with me. It's what you shouldn't have done okay. is that you were thinking too much. Okay. At that moment, I think what you should have done was just maybe do a 30-minute meditation and then go to that place in your mind, right? With your rock, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> really go to that place. And immediately think about what 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 was what was the thing that made me go oh shit that's odd that's that's interesting that they did that oh why did they do like really go into that moment what what was the thing you were feeling right why did I do that why did that reaction right and then I would go into other memories in your life where you felt the similar thing and you 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 told me about the the ice pick the the ice mm -hmm. pick thing, right? And then you, maybe there's something else like that where um, when you when you first learn to ride a bicycle, of course, you're scared to just let go and go. They say, go faster, go faster, because every time you slow down, you're going to fall, right? But of course, logically, you know, but you can't get your body to like. So think of all the other times in your life where that was true, right? Like, or where you felt that same feeling and then see what's the commonality there. Yeah. And I think then you'll quickly realize the commonality is not necessarily practice. Because there are certain things like this, right? Where, um, you know, if I just go scuba diving all the time or what, whatever I learn it is, the more practice I do. Like, for example, you know, if, if I become a better designer, right, after two years, it's not anything to do with habits that made me a better designer. It's it's just the act of practicing it 
over time gradually made me a better designer, which is different than what you are talking about. What you yeah. are talking about is, it's um, habits more practice habits. in order to go against your natural instinct. That's what mm-hmm. you're talking about. What I'm talking about is just the practice in general over time. For skills, it's, a different, it's yeah. the same word, but it means different things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do I still have time for a question or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got ten minutes. <laughs> so now I'm thinking. Okay, so in practice, it's a really, really great story, by the way. Like, Thanks. I mean, it's such a great example mm. of why you can't go to the gym, why you're not meditating. It's such a great example, right? It's it's because of the reason why the same person goes like, "What?" <laughs> it's the same reason. <laughs> That's gonna be such one of story. my nuggets. <laughs> yeah, golden <laughs> nuggets. But now I'm thinking, like, okay, so. How should I go about creating these stories? I want to use them in my work, right? Let's say I'm giving a talk or I'm doing a workshop and I need a story for a topic. Do I? uh, Yeah. The first thing I would do, Hmm? I wouldn't start with the story, actually. The first thing I do is start with like how I started, right? Like, hey, you know, you should post every day, but you're not. You know, you should go to the gym every day, but you're not. You know you should meditate every day. You know you should quit smoking, but you're not. You know you shouldn't have that extra drink, but you're going to. Am I right? Yeah. Right when you say that, immediately your audience is going like, oh, shit, that's me. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, the the thing about drinking, that's me. Oh, the thing about not posting it, that's me. Right? So immediately their ears open up. They're like, okay, what is she going to say next? Right? And then it goes, what if I were... And then... So what I'm doing is I'm putting myself in a person who's dealing with the struggle that I'm about to teach them, okay? Who is dealing with that. Like, And be specific about it. Maybe this person has an addiction. Maybe this person mm-hmm. has a problem with uh, overeating or whatever it is, right? Just have that in your mind. What does this person need to hear for, for this person to even care, <laughs> Number one, because mm-hmm. without, remember, attention always comes first. So without attention, there's nothing. So first, I'm going to that. So in my mind, okay, what they need to hear is this, <laughs> the, the problem that I'm, the pain that they're going through, right? So, and then I'm going to now connect it somehow here, right? So once I've done that, <laughs> the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to jump into the story, but I, I'm going to give a little bit of context before I jump. Otherwise, they might get confusing. So then the next thing I'm doing is like, hey, you. So you, you're struggling with that, right? What if I were to, to told you, like, you know, like, I'll just lay out the ground rule. Like, you know how Titanic, they, I would give away the ending there. Meaning, you know how Titanic, you know, when you're going to the movie, you know the ship is going to sink. The ship is going to sink. So give away the ending there. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to give away the ending and then show them how you get there so that they can discover it themselves like, oh, throughout the journey. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so you give away the ending by saying this. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you're not posting, the reason why you're not going to the gym, blah, 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 has nothing to do with you not knowing something. And it has everything to do with your natural instinct, your body, the way your body is designed by nature, right? For example, 
Mm-hmm. When I was rock climbing, blah, 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 you tell that whole story, right? <clears throat> and then you go, and the reason why that person didn't look up, even though they knew they is the same reason why you're not going to the gym, even though you know you should, right? And then I tied the two at the end, right? But I think that it's it's good to have some mystery up front where like, okay, why, where is this going? Where is this going? Okay. But not yeah. too much that is mm-hmm. so detached. Mm-hmm. Do you, does that help? Yeah, yeah. And it, it does help. I guess the best best advice I can give is I really try to put myself in the mind of the person that needs to hear this. And if I put myself in that like the worst person, right? Like meaning an addict. Somebody who's an addict who just can't get out of it. Like what is that person really like? If I'm in that mind, I'm not. All I'm thinking about is ne- my next fix. I'm not worried about career. I'm not worried about any of that. What do I need to hear? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So really putting yourself in that person's shoe, I think is is how you do okay. that. <laughs> okay, that's that's very helpful. Very very helpful. But but do you think that we collect these stories throughout life? Because it's hard just to, you know, I have this training on Friday that I'm doing. I need a couple of stories. (laughs) If you have an agenda and you need a few stories, I guess what can potentially happen is what happened to me. Here's the thing. By then, it's too late, I think. It's like saying, um, it's like saying, oh, Oh, I, I want to write a book, and I, by, by the time you write a book and you want to promote it, but you didn't grow your social media, it's already too late. You should have been doing that for two years, right? So what I'm saying is this. No matter what, every day you should be collecting stories, and you should be storytelling, practicing, blah, 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 and keep putting, like, today you just got one, right? Maybe next week you'll get another one. Maybe next week you, you get another one. I just need you to keep collecting stories all the time. Right, and keep keep them in your arsenal. And now you have clear stories. Okay, I have this story that teaches this lesson. This story that teaches less. You have all of them. Now, when you do write your TED talk or you do that thing, now you can be like, okay, the talk I'm trying to give right now is about this. I think the best story to tell is combination of this and this, and boom, boom, right. And then now you're like, those are all the recipes you've made. <laughs> over the years and now you're opening a restaurant and you're like okay i'm gonna serve this 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 dish boom do you understand what i mean it's not like you come up with the recipe the day you open the restaurant (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah otherwise it won't really work and the beauty of it is this like that the story that you gave is just so perfect because it's a perfect example of going from the myth to the truth, the old to the new, right away, in, in an instant, right? But a lot of times the stories aren't like that. So what you have, you might have to do is you might have to show a picture of the before you and the mm-hmm. old you, right? Like and the new you, right? And then if it's something that happened gradually, right? Like I learned to love myself gradually, right? Then you're not going to have that one moment where it yeah. happened, right? So in that case, what you need to do is you need to give me one slice of a story here where you didn't love yourself, right? Where you were like, so draw a picture of a moment like that for me. And then now in, in the future, 
when you do love yourself, what does that look like? For example, when you don't love yourself, something might, it, it might be something like, oh, when I go on video, I make sure, well, oh, I didn't say that, right? Oh, I did. I'm looking at every detail of how I look. I'm using filters, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it would take me like 30 minutes to post a 60 second story because <laughs> I'm doing that, right? Whereas in what loving yourself looks like is like, just loving yourself, watching, making all the mistake, and then looking at it and goes like, "Holy shit, this is dope!" Like, that's you know another what I mean? story for me. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. but do, you know what I mean, right? Like, you, here's yeah. a slice. Here's a you're just giving a little slice of here. What's the best example to give from my past mm -hmm. life? What's the best example to give from my new life? And boom, that's a story. So. Okay, awesome. I will make reels out of both of these and if they don't get viral it means instagram is corrupt and <laughs> <laughs> instagram is and, corrupt and i'm going well, this is what i'll say to tiktok this is what i'll say if you post yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say if you post these and then if you keep posting stories like these 100 times and one of them doesn't go at least one of them doesn't go viral that means like, I, I can guarantee you that means there's something wrong with the algorithm. <laughs> but I can also guarantee you that I guarantee you that's not going to happen. Because <laughs> every time I say there's something wrong, with, something wrong with the algorithm, like, I see one of my posts do well. So I'm like, obviously not. <laughs> you know? Okay, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ruda. Great story. I can't wait to uh, see it on Instagram or TikTok. <laughs> I'm gonna bring on Candia. Hey, Candia. Hey, son. Hey, awesome. Buddha. So happy to <coughs> so be here. So good to see you. Okay, so let's start with uh, introduce yourself for everyone, uh, where you're from, what you do, and then uh, tell us your story. Okay, my name is Candia Raquel. I am a Mexican scientist, artist, and movement teacher that could eat tacos for the rest of her life and also helps workaholics to overcome physical numbness and connect to pleasure in order to move sensually and completely free from inhibition. And can you share your story? Sure. So... You can, you can read it or you can just tell it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, let's see how let's see. does it comes out trying to add the feedback yeah. that you gave to Buddha. Love so <laughs> um, I believe we, we are living in a society where pleasure has become a product. Like, like we have to hustle to make bank and get the babe, the boat, the vacations in the Bahamas. And when we go there, we find like we have only trained like our own numbness and automatic pilot and we don't find that pleasure we see that like you get the perfect chocolate cake and you need another slice because you didn't enjoy it and that goes all the way to the bedroom so uh in a way sensuality is not something fixed but it's about how you experience pleasure and life through sensing with your senses and as a scientist i've been trained to detach my feelings from from my thought and from what i am seeing like 
like ob- being objective it's cool objective. and as a dancer training in ballet I've been trained to not pay attention to pain, like to dance on pointed shoes. Like the theater doesn't care if you're suffering. You want them to, you want to get the the applause. So when I was like compliant to to this mindset, uh, there was one day that I was running my 80 hour work week and came out exhausted, burnout from a, long day of work and I fell down from the stairs like I could listen how my back cracked like celery like and I couldn't move and it turned out that a muscle detached from my spine so when I enter recovery I was convinced I was to overcome that challenging situation with with my trained means of endurance, determination, hard will, pushing, no pain, no gain. And every time I used my willpower to get up, pain just sat me back down. Like I just couldn't move. I couldn't walk. I taught my Pilates teacher trainings, like sitting in the floor, just dictating it. And it was like a humbling blow in seeing that my my spirit strength was worthless in that situation until I discovered like if I get like in a certain setup my body hurt less like when you're having an uh, I was gonna say a menstrual cramp but you're not a woman so you won't relate but maybe you have had a tremendous stomach ache like you're dying and crunching and fi- and you find like an angle like ah uh, this hurts less, and if I move a little, it hurts even. And then, ah, uh, like you can finally sleep and rest. I mean, I had that with my, my neck pain. pain. Uh, with your neck pain, like you don't want like, to get out from yeah. that angle, and yeah. then you even discover like. Because once I know, if I move a little bit, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, don't touch, and yeah. if you elaborate on that, very subtlety and very nuanced, like listening to your sensations you discover like and uh, maybe this is the next step on the pathway on moving in a truly organic way like this is a way to connect through your senses and let your your own nature guide you and what you discover is that this is health like this is a natural way and this is sensuality so it's not about Going to the Bahamas to get pleasure. <laughs> it's actually more humbling and and simple. It's like realizing that we are already like paradise. Like just breathing, it's super mm-hmm. complex. Just being alive right now, like the amount of, of mm-hmm. hormones that the kidney makes, like the speed our brains are working, like this is it. And it's it's the cliche that don't look for it outwardly find it inwardly but we need to mm. to like reverse our education to come back to our body to come back to what we say our center of power that is this way of being and living as pleasure pleasurably so 
pleasure yeah. and sensuality is the way, in a way. Okay. 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 I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm I'm familiar with your content, so <laughs> you know, it's it, it's different for me than somebody who's like new to your content. So, first, I have so many questions. Number one, do you think that was a story? I think that what were like 25 stories. <laughs> I tried to to okay. like Do you do you have trouble word vomiting? <laughs> do you have trouble with word vomiting? No, I am very good at You know what word vomiting is? Yeah, like just like because that I that's what I feel like from from the listening listener's perspective. You just cover so many different topics. You talked about pleasure versus pain. You talked about the society how forces you to go after pleasure, and you talked about sensuality, and you talked about, um, yeah, you you talked about like being in touch, in tune with yourself. You talked about how the hustle culture. You talked about like, there's just so many topics you talked about. I don't know where to focus on. Okay. Like you've almost lost me because you talk too much about different topics. Okay. I would I wish you would have just talked about one topic ten times. Okay. Rather than talking about ten topics once each. Okay. 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 Do you understand? One topic. First things is um depending on who you talk like what what I said to Ruda before. The first thing is you can't really tell a story unless you know who you're talking to, who who you're telling your story to, right? Because if I'm talking to somebody who has no, who's like 20 years old, who's, you know, chasing that private jet life and blah, 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 just trying to hustle culture, grow their Instagram. If I'm talking to that person, I can talk about sensuality, pain, and blah, blah, blah. nothing is going in that person's ear. It's like, what? What are you talking about? I love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Versus if I'm talking about somebody who's been in who's been in a spiritual journey and you you start, you're talking about the the chocolate and the pain, like pleasure and all of that they they get why they're like on board yeah okay so depending on who you talk to you have to completely shift your story so first thing I don't understand is that who are you talking to yeah right because right? that's gonna change everything yeah definitely. I I want to talk to the workaholic that has some experience with yoga, meditation, body-mind connection and want to, to take their practice to the core level. And if I was to choose like one focus of, on everything I, I said, uh, I think the key would be to nail my origin story and just say like, I fell from the stairs and I couldn't recover. Let's forget about origin story for a second. Okay. Like, let's not even think about we need to do that. The only thing right now, just be here with me, 100% present. The only thing I want to know right now is that audience, okay, that workaholic who did some meditation, got into some spiritual practice, did some yoga or whatever it is, right? So let me ask you, do you think that person already understands what you're saying, meaning pain and pleasure are two different things. Like pain, like pain, like pleasure and, or like, um, okay. Pleasure is not the opposite of pain. Do you think they understand that? To a certain degree, 
I think when you say something like, oh, in society, we, tr- we try to chase pleasure, right? The, the drugs, the bah, or whatever, right? And we try to stay away from pain, right? Like, that, that we don't want to, we want to numb ourselves from the pain, right? Like, if you say all of that shit, they're going to be like, yeah, 100%. They're, they're going to agree with all of that. You just preach, you're not teaching them anything new. You're just preaching to the choir. What's the one thing that you think needs to get through to their head? That pleasure is in sensing through the senses. Like you need to become sensually aware. So when you find the pizza or the jet or the intimacy with your soulmate or whatever, you can actually enjoy that. And pleasure can be as simple as, well, the the screen is super soft and it's it's developing sensual pleasure awareness. And I feel that... But so you don't think they... If you said that, you don't think those people will agree with me? In that... I mean, if... If, if I, I just, just went, went if, 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 if I, I bumped, bumped into, into somebody, somebody who's like a, you know, who, who read Power of Now, you know, who, who's been going to doing yoga for like three years, right? Who does meditate, who does go listen to Oprah and all of that kind of spiritual person, right? And you go to them and you talked about, you know, like pleasure is not like the, the, those things. Like pleasure is like in the sense that you can feel it in the moment, blah, blah, blah. Do you, you don't think they're going to agree with you? They will they'll probably agree, agree with, with you, right? Yeah, be, because the, we all know it. We That's the way we experience the world when babies until no, 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 we became what I'm saying workaholics. Is, what I'm saying is to them, they've already heard that before. <laughs> they already understand that. They've already... Do you understand what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to come up Here's the thing. Here's the difference between. This is like the biggest problem I have with people. Everybody's always trying to target people that are kind of like at the same level of them or just one level below them. That's what everybody's trying to target. But the people that you have to be targeting is the people that are 10 steps below you, not one step below you. And, And this drives me crazy because whenever I try to talk to somebody who's like trying to target that person. Right. So for, let's say, for example, for me, let's say I'm trying to go after the people that are like, um, uh, who's already been doing marketing, who's already very like, who's been storytelling, who's already been doing a lot of those things. Right. It's my goal. It's not my intention to go after those people. I actually want to go get them. But what's happening is because of the nature of the things that I'm talking about, the only people that are interested in that stuff that I'm talking about are the people that are kind of at a certain level or something like that, right? <clears throat> so that's why it's, it's so important to know who you're talking to because if I'm talking to, if I'm talking to people that are like, has been doing, doing this for like three years, they're already building funnels, blah, blah, blah. They're already doing all of that. If I'm talking to them, then a lot of the stuff that I'm saying, I guess not right now, but let's say, if, if I, it was five years ago, me, the old me, trying to teach those people and talk to them, what's going to happen is I'm just going to be saying shit that they already know. 
I, it's like I'm preaching to the choir. That's why nobody cares. Like, son, you're saying shit that I already know. Right? Like, I actually think you point out a really, really, really big problem in this industry. Is that a lot of people are here trying to teach people are, that are here. Because they think that this stuff is too boring. It's too elementary. So they're trying to teach these people. And that's that's exactly what happened to you. And I said, are you targeting the people that really needs help who doesn't know anything about that? Or are you talking are, are you targeting these people? And you said you said people that are already kind of aware of this, blah, 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 blah right? No? Yeah. Yes? I, I reframe <laughs> okay. my so, my original focus, like the thing I have the the people I have worked the most with are people from the pe- federal power of justice and um, accountants from factories and like people that spend 10 hours a day sitting in front of the computer overburned with responsibilities that they come to me not knowing how to tell their right hand from their left hand. (laughs) So that's, that's who I am speaking to. But well, I, I get distracted and derailed. What do you think is the one that drew them to you? Because a lot of people that are like that, who are like workaholics and things like that, they actually, it's like drug addicts. They don't even realize that they have a problem. They don't even realize that they need to seek help. Yes, so the but... fact that if a drug addict came to you and said, hey, I need help, that already is huge, something huge from other addicts. Okay. So what does it think? I, that makes sense. I offer that. them something very practical that is posture. Because you can you can tell that my posture here is collapsed. And you can tell that my posture yeah. is, is aligned. So it's, and that's kind of what I said. Because you, you did that whole posture workshop with us. Uh-huh. And that's what I said. If that's your audience, uh-huh. those people are not in the spiritual realm. <laughs> where, yeah, no. you know, they they no. don't... So by telling the first part of your story that you tell, you're losing them. It's almost like you're trying to, you're trying to, it's almost like you're trying to teach as if you're trying to talk to these spiritual people mm-hmm. when your real customers and your real audience yes, is not yes, at yes, all. Yes, yes. So you need to completely shift your speaking. Yes. Unless you do want to target those people. No. Then I don't know. Then you have to no. have a different product, no, I think, because they're not buying it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I notice one of one blind spot that is that most of my communication is with colleagues and people that I invite to the post- podcast. That I am inviting people that are not necessarily movie movers, but connect with this view of, uh, and relevance of of sensuality and etc. But like, I need to to go back to to having a Zoom coffee with, with my own own clients and listen how real was people. their yeah I like, call them real people. Yeah, like real people. <laughs> like how was their day in the office? Like how are they doing with the husband? Are they enjoying their their New Year's diet? Like if they are sense enjoying the From sense there, of the food and etc. Like that's that's for by having that conversation with them. 
you can figure out. Oh, you know how you did that and you you had pain. What's happening there is because your body is feeling like you know you can still explain your stuff, but tied to a practical thing. Tied to a practical thing. So here's how I would tell your story. <laughs> Ta-da! And I, I'm 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 only able to do this because I know you and I know your content and things like that. If if that wasn't the case, I will be asking you a lot of questions. Okay. So the way I would tell your story is again, put yourself in that person's shoe, that accountant, that person who's sitting all day, blah 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 blah, who doesn't care about spirituality, who doesn't care about mind body connection. <laughs> All of this stuff is like, okay, Dr. Phil, <laughs> that, that's what they're doing, okay? <laughs> so, but they do feel pain, maybe, and they f- do feel disconnected, maybe. So, drill into one specific thing like that, right? Hey, you know, like, uh, you look forward to that vacation all week. You save the money and spend all that money on vacation, and then you go, just to go there and then day one, you're like, oh, this is it. Like, I'm kind of bored <laughs> or whatever it is, right? Or you, um, like, whatever that you're seeking pleasure in, whether it's like alcohol or drugs or whatever. Like, you give a specific example of how you chased pleasure and then you didn't actually get that pleasure, right? So start there, right? And then... And then I, I would kind of, like this is a complex story. You see, what you're doing is, is a little bit more complex than most things. So, and I would tie that. So now you talked about pleasure, right? And how you're seeking false sense of pleasure, and you you give examples of how people do that. And then now you, or you can even give your own example. This is how I did that, right? Or something like that. And then now you go to the opposite side, which is pain. And we do the same thing on the pain side. And the way we do it is by trying to avoid pain, to numb pain, to cover it up with pleasure, whatever it is, right? And that's how we do it, right? And what happens is, that's why, you know, when you go to physical therapy, right? What they're gonna do is they're gonna like say you you fight that by you just like <laughs> overcoming and forcing you and that's what happened to me like my this is what happened to my back blah 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 that's what happened to me so now okay let's look at the, this part of this so all the up until they're gonna agree with everything you said even if they're not spiritual like and I didn't even talk about anything spiritual or anything like that I I just brought everything down to earth right and then I think that's the moment where you introduce okay so so what that's showing you is that when we're chasing pleasure when we're trying to cover up pain we're not actually getting any real pleasure or we're not actually getting rid of the pain or anything like that that's that's what's really happening there and the and how i realized that is i met this guy who teacher who who taught me that you can actually lean into your pain. You should. You can feel your pain. You can um, feel all of the senses, and that's how you do it. And a, a good example is when you are in a when your neck hurts, 
and you're kind of stuck in this moment. Even if you move it a little bit, you can't like, and you just want to stay in that moment, right? And then this is how we try to avoid pain. But what we should be doing is you just move it slightly, feel it, feel that pain. Oh, you you understand it, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you you can move it a little bit more. And once you start to work with your pain, work with your body, and fully understand your body. This is how you can really, truly get rid of the pain. Or you, you can really work with the pain rather than trying to cover it up and put it uh, sweep it under the rug with, uh, with, with alcohol or weed or whatever it is. You know what I mean? That's how I would tell the story without using any uh, buzzwords. Because then that's what the accountant needs to hear. That's what that... Nine to five desk worker needs to hear, really. And I would incorporate a lot of your ex examples from your own thing, right? When when that happened, they keep when they go. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix this by <laughs> doing more physical therapy. I'm gonna fix this by overworking. Like, yeah, give all those examples. Yeah. But yeah, on a high level, the the advice I would give you, Candia. And I, I would actually give this advice to also a lot of people that are out there who are in the spiritual space. What I would say is, first, understand who your audience is. Is your audience, are you preaching to the choir? Or do you want to preach to the people who are not the choir and you want to convert them? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, are you a Christian who's only speaking to other Christians? Or are you a Christian who's speaking to non-Christian and trying to convert them. That's how I would, right? So once you know that, then you know you need to speak, you need to change your language then. Because if, if you go to the non-Christians and start talking about, oh, Lord, Jesus is your savior, like they're going to be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that, that would be the, the best advice I can give you, Candia. Thank you, thank so you, much. thank you, thank you for thank so, you so much. Great advice. Such an honor to be here, and always so much appreciation for everything that you teach us at Night Owl Nation. Definitely the best community I have ever been. I've grown so much. You're so generous. Gigi is so generous too. The people there is amazing. It's like, really, what you're doing it's so important. For so many people rippling with so many benefits. So really, thank you, Sanji. Thanks, Candia. Yeah, for everyone who doesn't know, Candia has been with us since like day one. So <laughs> um, yeah, she's and I, I'm so glad that we were able to do this, and I'm, I was able to help you through that because I know you've been struggling with your story, and I think the root of the problem is maybe you're speaking to the wrong audience. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Candia. Thank you. See you next week. Cheers. Bye.